July 9th, 2016, and this is another Bottle Crow special. I'm Colin Detmar. Hello. Yeah, joining me is Michael Caps. Yes. How are you doing today, sir? I am doing well. So you are another one of my friends who has sort of bounced off of Dota. Yes, I am off the Dota currently, and probably forever, but not positive. Okay, how much Dota have you played um, to, sort of, to start things? I've played it off and on since it was in beta. Uh, if I recall, it was 2012 when I first started playing. Um, mm-hmm. And then it's like I'll have brief flirtations with it, um, usually spanning a few months, maybe once a year, once or twice a year. And I have not played Dota in about um, two months, I want to say. Mm-hmm. So, Yeah, yes. and my uh, my hour counter for you says on, on Steam says you hey, played a little over 350 hours. Yes, that is a lot of Dota. Just never a lot in succession. It was usually like short, you know, sport spurts of interest and then none. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, of course, since we're all crazy Dota people on this podcast, to us that doesn't seem like a lot. I know, right? It seems like a significant amount, at least. It seems like you should have gotten hooked. Um, so, yes. Okay, what are your feelings on the MOBA genre in general, I okay. guess, to start with? So, um, I am now, I basically did nothing but play video games growing up, so it's weird that I have to say that I am a casual gamer now, but I, I have accepted that mantle proudly. I am a casual gamer, and MOBAs, in theory, I think they're awesome. It's really cool that they've kind of legitimized the esports scene. Um, I mean, I guess StarCraft helped do that too, but um, MOBAs... Uh, by their very competitive nature, everyone has to work together. Um, they they are very competitive. They're very uh, they're they're almost like a sport. Um, mm-hmm. it's very symmetrical. I mean, a, a, the asymmetry comes in with the um, you know, character picks. But I mean, the board is same for both sides. I mean, it's not like you know some crazy perfect dark match or something where it's like one side has like you know AI and one side has like just all humans or anything. Unless you're doing the bot matches, but um. As a casual gamer, I was attracted to something that was like a sport, but then it ended up being too competitive. Um, there was a little too much meta to memorize. Um, and it was just very off-putting, especially with the community, which, I mean, every game has its, you know, detractors. It has its, like, uh, toxic players. But um, it's very frustrating if you're not invested enough you know, me as a casual player, I wasn't invested enough to actually learn everything. Um, and so I often had bad experiences. And I feel like if I had been more dedicated, then I probably would have had more fun. But that's it's just not me. So the MOBA genre in general, I mean, it's fun. It's just a little too competitive and it's very intimidating. Like I dread picking up any kind of MOBA style game that I don't know inside and out. Um so, but yeah, it's a lot, a little off-putting. So I don't know. Um, I probably don't know the full extent of your, of your trials with with the MOBA genre. Um, I don't know if you ever played League of Legends. I know that you played some Heroes of the Storm. You played some Smite, and you played some uh, Awesome Knots. Right? Yes, uh, League of Legends was actually the first MOBA I played. Um, that was before I even like knew what they were called MOBAs and stuff, and. I just remember getting flamed in my first match because it was like literally my first PvP match and I didn't know what a tower was. I mean, I'd done like bot matches, but they didn't really train me. And so um, 
I don't know. Uh, I I played it a few times. I liked Teemo, and apparently you're not supposed to like playing Teemo. Yeah, so. <laughs> like whoever you want. Yeah, but uh, my gameplay was mostly me like laughing and hiding in a bush and not really contributing to my team um, because it, it wasn't very clear what I should do. Um, I mean, it's not just like, shoot the bad guy. It's like, okay, positioning. Okay, where are you? Where were your teammates? And you have to be so globally aware that it's just like, it, I had no idea what I was doing. And I was still having a pretty good time um, before I realized how little I was contributing. <laughs> so, um, yeah. But no, League was my first, but I only played that for, I want to say, maybe a month. So, hmm. I, I also started with League, and I actually kind of had an opposite experience to you. Which is that when I started, I was so painfully aware of how unhelpful I was being that, like, the character I was I played the most was a character called Lux, who most commonly goes mid. And the guy I played with the most finally was like, I'm not playing with you again until you play some solo matches and play Lux mid. You know you need to to get better. And I refused to do it because I was terrified of letting people down. Uh, yeah, um... I, I will say that I was straight up just despised by my teammates. <laughs> At least they were giving you something close to, like, advice, where it's like, hey, we know you suck, but maybe you should try. <laughs> right, but you, Maybe you should try, but yeah. not while I'm no, there. Yeah. You know, yeah, on just, your own. But on you your know. own. And also yeah. never play again. So. Uh, yeah. Um, and I, I don't know, like, I didn't... I played a little bit of Smite with you. I never, I, I didn't get a sense of what your overall feelings of that game. I that game. liked Smite. I really liked it. I thought it was cool. A lot of work went into it. Um, it was, and it's pretty interesting to see how it, like, it's still going on really strong, especially with like the, on the consoles too. I have several friends who play on console um, from the military and, um, I don't really play it anymore because it was a little too, uh, I guess, I don't want to say too casual because I still play Awesome Knots. I like Awesome Knots a lot. Um, it's very metal light. Um, Smite was fairly like a meta light. And I don't even know if I'm using the term meta correctly. <laughs> That's how little I know about the games I play. Um, but uh, Smite was like, I don't feel like it was balanced as well. Whenever they came out with a new character, it was like really bad. I remember, um, I think I haven't played it in a while, but the last new character that I remember being a huge pain in the neck was like this Mayan god who could cause earthquakes and it was just clear like they hadn't play tested enough and he was always picked like by the enemy team um, so it was a little too uh, I guess not well balanced it didn't feel sports sportsy enough to be like rewarding and it didn't feel um, fun enough to be rewarding as a game so mm. I don't know if that makes sense but with awesome knots it's like yeah, it's not perfectly balanced, but it's also incredibly fun. It's just, like, fun. Like, you don't have to be, like, a, a hardcore MOBA player to understand how Awesome Knots works. So, um, but no, Smite was... I, I liked it. I, I'd still play it if I had friends who played it, but I, I probably don't intend on going back. Yeah, I uh, I feel like I got the same sense that I, I guess you've walked away with with Smite, which is when I played it, I felt like... Like, this is still, like, this is trying to do, like, MOBA things, like, hardcore MOBA things, but it's not committing to that, and so it just feels like right, it's kind right, of right. Uh, Awkward middle. middle ground, yeah. Uh, awkward mm -hmm. middle ground. <clears throat> um, one of the going theories, actually, since you mentioned the uh, the heroes coming out, 
uh, pretty overpowered in Smite. One of the going theories as to how like Riot Games designs League of Legends um, and its new heroes is that it intentionally makes them overpowered when they come out so that people will buy them and then it nerfs them later. Oh, that's right. I forgot they had that structure where it's the rotation of, uh, you know, just a handful of heroes and you actually like buy them. No, that's that's mm-hmm. actually pretty devious. I could see that. Yeah, I could. I, I'm not accusing Smite of doing that, but you know, it's it seems like it could be. A no, it, it seems more likely with Smite because they have the same hero rotation and they they feel like less legitimate. I, I feel mm-hmm. like they don't think that they're going to be a, like a long lived game like League of Legends. So, I could see that as a cash grab, but I, I will still say it's pretty fun. Also, the um, they they have ability like something equivalent to like the whole like in League of Legends you have ability power and attack power I think or something physical mm-hmm. attack and I think Smite had that same kind of mechanic and that's one thing I like about Dota actually is they don't have that which uh, like makes things less confusing for me um, mm-hmm. but there are a lot of similarities between League of Legends and Smite so whether or not they're both cash grabs who knows. <laughs> I'm not going to accuse anyone. Both out to make money, like a business. I don't know. Who can right. say? <laughs> um, so you've talked a fair bit about Awesome Knots, which is clearly yes. one of these that you're the most fond of. Let- well, I'm good at it for one thing. <laughs> yeah, I, I tend to win, um, and I don't have to bust my ass, you know, memorizing like people. Every like there are only a, like a handful of characters compared to like Dota, and they're each so unique. But anyway, I'll stop like gushing. Go ahead. No, it's cool. I I wanted you to talk a little about it, so okay. Go ahead. Keep so going. um, I'll start like awesome knots. I I guess I should do a little like introduction. Uh, it's two dimensional. It's side scroller. It's platforming kind of. Um, and it's a game that is very much about brawling, less so much about like sniping or being the cool ninja guy. It's everyone gets to be the cool ninja guy. Everyone gets to like do what they want. It's only three people per team. Um, so what this does mean is. Now, whereas, like, uh, I would say with something like Overwatch, now I hate to jump the gun on that, um, where, you know, you have six players, but if anybody doesn't pull their weight, then your team might very well be screwed. Awesome Nazi you think with three players, if someone wasn't good, your team would basically be done. But that's not the case, because it's very balanced, push-heavy. Like, you can have a horrible team, and as long as you're pushing, because it has, you know, you have little robot guys that you fall around and try to knock towers down with, like... You can still, like, carry, even if you're not able to, like, take on the enemy heroes one-on-one. Um, it's very forgiving. So, um, and even when you die, when you come back, you get launched out of an escape pod thing from a ship, and you get to, like, collect coins on your way down. So, it's fun. It's not like, they did everything they could to make each aspect of it fun. I mean, it's like, all the heroes have their own themes, their own music when you get a killing spree. Um... They say funny things like my favorite character and the character that I'm best with is Admiral Swiggins, who's like a tea drinking um, octopus guy. Uh, <laughs> and he has like the best killing spree music. He's very fun to play. All the characters are very distinct. Um, and each new one they come out with is still like very distinct. And I have yet to see one that I think breaks the game. Um, even if you like, are in a situation where you're getting rolled by, like, some single enemy hero and you think, oh my gosh, this guy's so OP, um, you can still just push your bots, and most of the time, they're too busy worrying about their KD, and, you know, you can actually win a game. You can win games, like, I've seen crazy comebacks and awesome knots that I could never imagine in any, any other game, so that's part of the reason I like it, is because it's unpredictable and it's forgiving. So, so, so 
it sounds like for at least for MOBAs, your primary problem, like the, the thing that turns you off, I guess it's sort of twofold. One, it is, of course, the community. For, for most people who bounce off of MOBAs, the community is yes. a factor. Um, and then the other part seems to be just the amount of things there are that you need to learn. Yes, and they're not fun things. It's like, like um, they don't feel like things that you should have to learn. It's, I mean, it, it makes sense to be familiar with your character's abilities. Like, when you walk into any situation, like, yeah, obviously you're going to want to know, you know, what this button does, what this button does. But when you have to memorize, like, okay, well, he's playing that character, so he has these abilities. Okay, they might stack stuns. Okay, I have to be aware. I, I don't know what that guy's, you know how much damage he does, but, and then you end up getting bitten for it. It's, uh, it's a really a pain. It just ends up being stressful, at least to me. I understand some people, like, actually enjoy that. And I could see how, because for there to be a game that actually, like, rewards you for studying, or, like, um, I mean, studying outside of just playing, then, I mean, that's, that's interesting that a game would actually, like, that, that's, that's like a sport. I mean, like, sports, like, if you're familiar with the enemy team, like baseball or something, you know, you know, like, uh, I don't know if you know anything about baseball. I know a little bit about baseball. So, I like to watch so. it, but like, you know, an enemy team, um, like they, they're going to line their, their lineup is going to be, pl- uh, certain players in certain places, you know, they're going to be like, oh, well, you know, this guy's a really heavy hitter. So, you know, let's have him, uh, not the first guy in the lineup because we want to be able to like score with like maybe get a, uh, you know, three runs off of a home run or something as opposed to just having him bleed. Um, but anyway, it, it's the similarity between sports and MOBAs that require a lot of, like, attention and a lot of, um, research. I, I don't want to use research, though. Like, that sounds boring. Like, because, but I don't know what else to say. Like, just paying attention to the meta, I guess. Um, mm-hmm. the similarities are, like, strong. So, um. And I guess another thing, like, in the time that we played together, it seemed like. Like, I mean, this is sort of part of that that out-of-game research factor. But, like, when there were big patches that changed a lot of things, to me that was really exciting, but it seemed like okay. not a, not that case to you, necessarily. Yeah, well, I, I will uh, admit, like, uh, I played Dota a lot before um, we started playing together, and I, I thought the base game was plenty complex, and it was so big, there were so many different heroes, that it's like, I don't really care. Like, I at that level, I was like... I'm just happy to play and not die a bunch. So um, I don't really care if someone's stun was reduced from like two seconds to 1.9 seconds. Um, So uh, sure (laughs) that, that that wasn't more what I meant was like, Oh, I don't know. What's a good example. Like when we would play a game after you having not played for a couple of months and you'd pick Tusk, right? Right. And you'd go for a snowball and it'd be like, wait, what? Like, you'd be like, come on, jump in. And I'd be like, I can't. You have to pull me in. They changed it. You know? Yeah. Yeah, that's... That kind of stuff. Which I, like, like when there, when it happens to you in the moment, obviously that's frustrating yeah, yeah. for everybody. But, like, I don't know. Seeing no, like I this could see. Huge, yeah. It's, it's also, it kind of makes you feel maybe that you have, like, an edge on people who don't do their research it's i mean i don't think that's the sore word it, i mean it's just fun to keep up to date with something i mean it's like the same reason people get those like subscription services it's like oh well i'm gonna get something new in my box today like well and also wonder... it makes the game it makes the game feel alive and responsive, yeah yeah and right? i will say like this is something that attracted me to dota and has kind of kept me like even though i don't like it like gameplay wise what's interesting is they threw a lot of money at it 
and they didn't cheapen it. They adver like they they held tournaments and stuff, and they it's so well balanced. It's so well made. Like it is such a well crafted product, and I am very happy to see that it's still alive. If any MOBA deserves to like still be alive, it's Dota. I I mean it's just very impressive and i'm glad to see that the tournaments have gotten bigger at least i don't know if they're still getting bigger but i remember back like uh, man like early on it, it they had their first tournament and i was like oh they have tournaments for games now <laughs> and yeah, now it's and like, like it's like, huge we've got a we've got a massive prize yeah. pool of one million dollars yeah. <laughs> it's like <laughs> it's like well, what, what is it now like 17 million or something like and for the counting current? oh my gosh yeah um so and I still like to watch, like, sometimes, like... Well, I, I'll have a moment to, to both encourage and chastise you about okay. that in, in a second. But first, so that's kind of your feelings on, on MOBAs, but let's talk a little more about sort of competitive gaming as a whole, because you mentioned Overwatch, Overwatch. which you play, and also you play some StarCraft. Yes. Okay, so, so by some StarCraft, I mean, I play. I've literally played one PvP match, and I was like, this is not for me. No, sir. <laughs> and yeah, this is play. after I played Dota. I played like, a, I, I play a lot of like StarCraft, I guess, against bots and stuff. No, I've played a couple PvP matches, come to think of it. But I, I like StarCraft, like, um, but those PvP matches, man, like, it just, oof. I like to, you know, do my own little fantasy in my head where it's like, yeah, we got to win the war. Oh, no, my guys are dying. I hate that. I, I, it's a little more complex than that. But it's like, I don't, I like to play in the spirit of the race that I am, I don't like to manipulate uh, statistics or meta. And so it's like, okay, well now I have like 80 void rays because in the current meta, they're good. Or like, I'm going to build a bunker right outside of your base kind of stuff. Like, mm-hmm. so I will never have the heart to be a competitive Starcraft player. Also, I'm not good. <laughs> so like, but I mean, you can still enjoy Starcraft without getting into the competitive side. Oh of yeah. It. Yeah. There's so much content like, and they're still coming out with those, uh, those mutators, like I, if I wasn't so into Overwatch right now, I would definitely be playing StarCraft. Well, that and Final Fantasy fourteen, but that's a whole other bag of worms. And do you feel like this is going to sound like a leading question, but it is genuine? Um, like, do you think if like the MOBA genre put more of a, a like a an emphasis on like multiplayer modes that weren't PvP, that would be interesting to you? Oh yeah, um, I like so. Team Fortress 2. I actually didn't like the base game very much, but Man vs. Machine was awesome. I loved it. That got me back into TF2. Like, I had a blast with it. And I really hope to... Like... I like stuff where no one yells at you when you do badly. <laughs> yeah. But um, also, it, it, feel, it lessens the sting if you're getting beaten by a difficult computer opponent as opposed to, like, a uh, um, uh, player. But also... When you have, like, AI-driven or as- even just, like, asymmetrical things, like maybe you have a game where, you know, it's five versus one, and the one guy has a bunch of abilities and stuff, like Evolve. Like, I played mm-hmm. Evolve for a while, and it's asymmetrical, still, like, pretty competitive, um, but that's fun, because it if you're on a completely even playing field, then the only reason you lose is because you messed up, or your team messed up, and that feels bad. <laughs> That makes mm-hmm. me sad. But no, I That's would right. love to see like more uh, cooperative versus AI game modes. And I, I'm very surprised that MOBAs don't do that more. I guess that's not... I, I don't represent any large percentage of the player base. So 
I, I guess I can't blame them, but it's hard to know. I mean, like I would really enjoy having a mode of of Dota that I could play with people who, like, I I have. You are not the only friend I have who is like. I think Dota has cool mechanics, and I think it's basically fun to play, and I never want to play against another person. Yeah. I, I have lots of friends like that, and I wish I had a mode like that that I could be like, hey, I'm going to stop playing my, my ranked matchmaking, I'm going to chill out on the, the, the race to 3.5k MMR, and be like, <laughs> all right, let's <laughs> let's fucking beat up some robots, you know? Yeah. Because like, right now, like, of course there are the bot games. Right now, the, the, like, the bot AI is broken. It has been as long as I can think. Like, okay, maybe not broken, but um, for instance, it's... if you were uh, Broodmother, uh, the enemy could never, they would never adapt to you. They would never even bother. You could just roll them easy. And that's like, it's kind of dumb. And that was like early on. And it, that went for, I don't know if it went up until I stopped playing again, but it, like, there was a long span of time where if you were Broodmother or any character with invisibility, it's like the boss just didn't even try. So. I mean, there are, there have always been ways you can exploit the AI, and the AI has always been kind of, kind of lacking. Um, but now, like it is, it's literally broken. Like AI will get stuck on ledges and be unable to figure what? out how to get down. Like it's they just have paid no attention to that AI as <laughs> they've changed just the negligent. game. And oh man, I mean, we may talk about Overwatch more later, but I will say that's another problem with Overwatch is. The way they did their AI is just like Dota, they just group up and all they did was give them like perfect accuracy and reaction time. That doesn't teach people to be good players. And I will admit one of my problems with Dota was I played a hell of a lot of bot matches because I wanted to be good. Now, unfortunately, this increased my level. So it pitted me against more skilled players, even though all I was doing was playing with a bunch of bad habits I got from playing exclusively bot matches. So... That seems pretty negligent, and I could imagine a lot of people, you know, thinking they're learning how to play when they're just playing against bots, and it's just teaching them bad habits. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and, like, you learn to, like, you you won't even think about it, but you'll learn, like, things that you can get away with basically every time against bots, you know? Right, right. And you try it against humans the first time, and they just fucking murder you. (laughs) Yeah, and it's like, like, for instance, here's just an easy example. You know that I had a bad habit where I wasn't really map aware where I would push too far up. And mm-hmm. I wouldn't think, oh, well, there might be somebody sneaking around behind me, you know, between me and my own base. Because that the bots never did that. So Yeah, they always they always <laughs> look for the frontal yeah. assault. Yeah. So like that's a very bad habit. It's such a bad habit that it is like it it forces you to basically be a terrible player. So yeah, that's a and that's something like map awareness is something you never learn against bots. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and in fact, like on the higher on like the highest difficulty of bot setting, they like they cheat in ways like if you drop a ward for vision, and you somehow ha- and like you have to be like in spectator mode to see this mm-hmm. because they will walk perfectly exactly on the <laughs> perimeter of the ward to avoid it. Yeah. And they shouldn't know great. it's there, yeah. but they just oh do. Oh my gosh. Oh man. I'm just remembering perfect Sims from perfect dark where it's just yeah. like, they just cheat like, or like the Mario Kart eight, like 64 AI where it's like, Oh, they're good because they just cheat and go through walls and catch up to you magically. It's like, mm-hmm. come on in this day and age. I mean, we're past the N64. Like, please, please give us some AI that can actually, like, do well and prove a challenge without just being, you know, cheaters. 
So Overwatch is a competitive Overwatch. game where the <laughs> playing field is level and the AI is terrible, so your only real option is to play against players. Yes. And yet, you've gotten pretty far into that one. Yes. Um, the secret ingredient, I think, is... Fun? Well... <laughs> Uh, match length is a key factor, I will say. I, I've thought about this, and I would not play it if the matches took forever. Um, Dota has very long match times, and I, I, I spend several hours a day sometimes playing video games, so match length shouldn't bother me, but it does. I get tired, even if you're losing. Sometimes Dota can take, like, oh my gosh, like an hour, and it's just an hour of being dragged by your your hair through the mud yeah. as your enemy like debases you in front of your fountain. <laughs> Whereas with Overwatch, even if you're losing, usually it's not going to take too long. And when it does take a long time, you're kind of rewarded for it because it like you feel like you're making a difference. And even if you lose sometimes, like we played a few matches today that we lost, but we put up good defenses. Like it mm -hmm. was solid and just fun. Um, another thing is, the skill aspect of it, like, uh, it doesn't feel like I'm just crunching numbers. Um, it feels, in like, things that feel instinctual are things that you're supposed to do. Like, um, I mean, just shooting the, shooting the squishy-looking enemy, like, that's rewarding, because it does a lot of damage to them, somebody with low health. Whereas in a MOBA, it's like, okay, well, you know, that person may be a skeleton, with like robes and a staff but he actually has a ton of hp so like i don't know like that's not to say that i'm not very mad at overwatch sometimes because um i actually have gotten very frustrated with overwatch um it has had a couple balance issues that were fixed fairly quickly um but i will say also the community is getting pretty bad um, especially with uh, competitive play coming out. And I haven't had too many problems myself, but I've seen people on my team flame other people, and it's just low class. Um, I think it's because it attracts the kind of first-person shooter crowd from Counter-Strike Go, and we know they're the worst humans on Earth, so... <laughs> I mean, I think just any time you have... You have something that is skill-based enough that people start to treat it as a competitive experience. Yes, You're going to yes. get the toxic people. They're going to show up. Because... And People are investing part of their self-worth in the match. Exactly. And, you know, I, I do that, too. I, like, it's unconscious. I wish I didn't. But, you know, it is what it is. Um, one thing that Overwatch really needs is um, some kind of more casual gameplay mode. Because I have zero incentive to practice with... Or, or I don't have zero incentives. I have zero opportunity to practice with characters other than tanks and support. Because you have people who play offense and they always pick them first and then you're stuck playing a supporter or tank because your team needs that to win. And yes, you could practice, but you'd be possibly forcing your team to lose. So it's mm -hmm. it's a, kind of a frustrating situation right now if you want to learn a new hero. Yeah. Um, so, <clears throat> yeah. No, if go ahead. If you have more Overwatch thoughts. No, no, no. I was just going to ask what you wanted to hear next. I was just going to say, so that's what you play as far as competitive games, right? Yes. Um. I'm trying to think if there are any others, but mostly well, it's just been off and on MOBAs and Overwatch mostly right now. Overwatch for sure. What do you watch as far as competitive games? Do you watch any professional gameplay? No. Um, <laughs> I Every time you kind of remind me that Dota is a thing, 
sometimes I will watch matches. And I remember um, on one of the, I don't know if it was the international or the, maybe it was the Shanghai thing, whatever that uh, is. One of the, the majors or something? Yeah. And um, I remember watching it and this wasn't at your behest. This was on my own. And that's a cool feature that I love about Dota is you can watch, you can, in the game, you don't have to go to a website, you know, you launch Dota and then it's like, oh, I can watch something on Dota and it'll be like a, a game. And the, like, it was awesome. Like I, I had played enough Dota at that point that I understood what was going on. And it was like, there was an announcer who was like super energetic. Like it was some Australian guy, I think. And it was like, you know, like Puck was doing some awesome, like weird, like, dodging and like oh man it was it was really fun to watch i was really invested in it but honestly i don't watch it very much just because i don't think i ever really got in the habit uh and i don't care enough about dota so um overwatch as far as like if they you know end up having some watch feature with overwatch i probably won't um because i would rather play <laughs> yeah so so here's the thing i'm gonna pressure you to yes okay the international is coming up. The qualifiers have already happened, and the international itself is what in a little less than a month, I think. Okay. I am going to watch them with you. Will you? Will you agree to this right now? Uh, yeah, of course. I mean, I mean, it might be fun. I might even play some Dota now. Like, I don't know. Just thinking about it, I'm getting like the the Joneses for it. <laughs> I need my Venom answer, so. Well, I'll just play someone who can kick the shit out of bots and have a good time. Right, yeah. Oh, <laughs> um, good time? What's that? I thought we were talking about MOBAs. <laughs> oh, sorry, my bad. Sorry, I thought I thought you said Overwatch. Um, yeah, I, don't, I think that's I think that's all I got for you, man. You know, you're you're one of my best friends. Um, oh no, you, it's you truth. might be it's my truth. best friend, but you're certainly one of. Yes, I, you know, I don't I don't want to rank. Um, and uh, I don't know, like one of the things that that. I don't want to say drives me crazy, but is really like weird for me is watching a lot of my friends decide that Dota is not for them and agreeing with them, but also being like, but come back anyway, you know? Well, no one's like honestly saying why you should play Dota. I mean, it's like, and, and here's another thing. There's no reset button on Dota. I am such a high level now that it's like, and the game thinks I'm skilled because I haven't done my placement matches, and so it's just going off of, like, how long I've played, that I am never going to be able to be put in a match against people who are my skill level. <laughs> Especially if I play with you. It's going to be like, and just the thought of that is, like, giving me a migraine. Not really, but minor dyspepsia. I mean, I mean I'm, I'm not going to say the word, well, okay. I'm going to say the word smurfing on the air, but I'm not going to mean anything by it, right? You and I, not, not wink, you know, Can I don't you, mean anything. Okay, we'll, we'll, we'll talk. I'll send you a private email message, and we can figure out the nuts and bolts of that. Not really. <laughs> yeah, we're joking. Yeah. Don't do that yeah. ever. Um, smurfing is bad. Don't be a dick. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like, it's, it's funny because, like, part of me wants to say, I mean, just do your placement matches. But, like, it's like, you know, just sign up for potentially 10 hours of yeah, misery like, you know uh, that, like, that's, that's honestly like it maybe it's unfair but subconsciously i'm already like thinking well 10 hours of misery here we go and so like even just like booting up the dota screen like at first there's excitement and then there's just dread like mm -hmm. and no game should be like that like I, I like to kick ass everyone's to be the good guy you know like do awesome stuff and yeah like in dota when you do awesome stuff it's super rewarding but then you go like four matches without doing anything helpful for your team and you just feel like a 
you know, bag of moldy tangerines, like, bad. Yeah. <laughs> I, I totally get you. So, uh, I'd watch it, and then, you know, I might play it, but, uh... <laughs> <Yeah>. Well... <laughs> I mean, I think that's that's about it. Okay. Uh, thanks, thanks for talking with me. This no, has been, good uh, to be here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Bottle Crow special number whatever. I don't know what we're on these days. Um, we'll have a proper episode thirty-one later. Um, Bottle Crow is a member of uh, ScanlineMedia.com, where we have other games criticism podcasts and video features uh, written by yours truly, as also uh, a few of my friends. And also, if you want to contribute to that, you can go to patreon.com slash scanlinemedia. Any contributions you give will go towards getting us new hardware and software. None of it goes into people's pockets, and all of our content is free. And if you want to help out this podcast, you can go to iTunes and give us a rating or review, and we'd really appreciate that. And lastly, I want to thank uh, Reddit user Pomodi for use of his Harmonies of New Bloom music pack, which is the uh, intro and outro music for this podcast by permission. Uh, thanks, everybody, and we'll see you next time.